Hello and welcome to Breaking Late. I'm your host, Michael, and joining me for a wildcard round is Mitch. How are you, mate? All right, all right. I'll do better than Jack Smith, I promise. I'll get out of the way. Get out of the way. Blue flags, blue flags. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was a bit um unfortunate, really. That's, I mean, he did much better on the Sunday, but yeah, the Saturday baptism of fire, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one driver definitely wasn't fucking happy with it. <laughs> no, no, there's a couple of them actually come out and was like, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, no, thank you very much for filling in. Um, JD is off actually doing secret women's business. Oh. I think I He's, might know what secret women's business is, but anyway. <laughs> it's it, it's a fishing comp. He's um, been a skipper for a boat. Yes. So he, he's off um, fishing with the ladies. So, you know, good luck to him. I hope he does well. It's looks like it's going to be a bit of tough work out in the daily. There's not much water, not much fish. It's a so, frustrating experience for a dude that likes to fish that's not allowed to fish. Yeah, so I said to him, like, mate, you know you're not allowed to fish on this. He's just like, oh, just don't tell me that. Just shut up. <laughs> you're not going on a fishing trip. You're going to drive a boat, mate. <laughs> you're going on a boating trip. But anyway... <laughs> Um, let's, let's, let's talk about some news. What have you got any much in the news in the supercarsy formula one round of things? Did you oh. see the McLaren? Oh, the IndyCar. Yeah. That the was McLaren cool. IndyCar. Yeah, I really thought, like it. Yeah. It's like some nice, um, theming across the brand and a reminder, Lonzo, you're not, you're not too far from home, mate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, do they have a Honda motor in that one or not? I think they are a Honda motor, yeah, because I think uh, IndyCar's Honda or Chevy, um, one of the two. But I can't even, I'm not that far into IndyCar, so I wouldn't know. Ah. For sure. Looking at it, though, you're like, it's very basic, isn't it? Yeah, I was like, um, well, you sent me the photo this morning, and it was the front end was just like, where's the rest of your wing? You're missing <laughs> yeah. some. Even the and... more basic 2019, you know, dumbed down wings, you're like, you're still missing some bits. <laughs> In the rear wing? Like, are the yeah. rear wing on it? It's, like, just a little bloop, like, it's tiny, it's small. Apparently, I've read into it, it is all, um, I'm just looking at the car, it's got a big Chevy badge on the back of it, so I think it's not a Honda. I think it's a Chevy, yeah. <laughs> Good chance it's a Chevy. <laughs> Plus, I'm pretty sure they ditched all ties to Honda when they, um, they had that big divorce. Yeah, yeah, well, you don't really blame them, do you? It didn't really go well at all working all right for red bull yeah yeah it's like you laid down the groundwork cheers for that mate christian's yeah. pretty happy with what you've done for him <laughs> but reading into the reason why the car's like got no wings and just really looks like it's very bare bones is that's the oval setup for it where they're trying to do like 200 plus mile an hour consistently fair enough yeah, yeah it's very nice. slippery I, I i like the look of it it looks great um I probably won't watch it. It's gonna. It's actually on the twenty sixth of May, um, and it's like gonna be middle of the night. So I guarantee you I'm not watching it. Oh, well, that's it's... your birthday. You might be a little bit hang on. Have... Nah, well, <laughs> I've actually got a go kart race that day. Oh, true. All oh, right. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> so, and it's like it's also Monaco. That's at least true. Monaco's at night time. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know well, this is going to be at night time as well, but this is American night time, so it's really morning time. Yeah, yeah, not convenient night time for us. No, no, but, you know, good luck to them. I hope. I really like the idea of Alonso just going around and just winning shit. Yeah, I like it too. I hope he wins everything he tries just because I like Alonso. You know, yeah, chuck him in every car you want. I don't care. I'll watch it. Especially <laughs> well, when the, 
There's all that talk of him like wanting to do a wild card at Supercars eventually, especially now be... with Zach Brown owning a bit of Walkinshaw. Yeah, but that like all that sort of talk always seems to come up around Melbourne. Like every F1 car driver wants to get in a V8 supercar at some point. But yeah, it would be cool to see. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, I'd be interested. Like I said, we talked about this a little bit with JD. I don't. I'm gonna not gonna hold my breath for it. Nah, definitely not. Um, if it happens, it happens. And um, yeah, JD was actually thinking that who will they team up with, Courtney or Pye? I'm like, no, no, he'll do a wild card all by himself. Yeah, yeah, like those. Um, back when the Xbox car run with Extreme and that, that'll be cool. That was fantastic. That was so surprisingly like that was so quick. I think that's not the first time we've mentioned that either. But still, no, no. <laughs> um, to finish yeah. where they did, never being there before, pretty cool. Oh, that was great. All right, in other news, Triple Eight went over to the Russian, the not Russian, the Asian GP, not GP, the GT racing over in Asia. I did see that. Yeah, um, they, they got a podium on debut, so that's not too bad. That's yeah, pretty good effort. I guess, because um, Shane was driving that, wasn't he? No, no, Shane was in Tasmania. Ah. It was this he was weekend. Oh, he right. is. He's doing three rounds. Ah, okay, right. Yeah, I get you now. I'm following you. Yeah, yeah so yeah. they had two drivers doing this round. Um, they got a podium. To be honest, the GT racing, I don't... GT class racing, I find really not interesting after seeing the back end of it at Bathurst. I find um, a lot of the um, because of the way they have to parody the cars and stuff. It's it, it loses a lot of its interest because like a lot of the cool parts of the cars, you like you just lose that effect of them. Like the road cars of those GT cars have more power than the race cars because of how they have to even them out. Oh yeah, and the fact that like everyone sandbags. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like oh nothing, nothing because they don't want they don't want the weight and all that sort of stuff. Exactly. Man. Just let it let it free in the race. Like, oh, we didn't know it would be that quick. Jeez. Mm. It's, it's all games in GT racing, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. So, I mean, you know, well done. It's a good effort to go out there and get a podium on debut. But, you know, we'll see how they go. I, there wasn't too much in it. I don't want to, like, take too much away. But, like, it's not like Asia GT is the biggest championship. It's not like they made a win in Germany or something like that. But still, it yeah. is pretty. Yeah. It is. But anyway. Um, TCR news has actually been a fair bit in that TCR Australia. I can't say I've been overly following it, to be honest. So this one's on you, man. Chris <laughs> Pither is um, joining the grid with Gary Rogers Motorsport. He's going to be driving a Renault. Oh. Um, I think, are they doing a couple of cars? They're doing four cars. Kelly Racing have confirmed that they're going to be doing four cars over two manufacturers. Oh. Uh, Interesting so, strategy. And then next year, we'll go with the quicker one. Four of them, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the GRMs have got two of them. They've got two Renaults and two Alfa Romeos. And okay. where was it about Kelly Racing? Kelly Racing's got four cars with multi-marquees for the TCR. They're going to be racing the Opal Astra and the Subarus. So they've got two of each. They've right. already got more manufacturers than supercars. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not that difficult at the moment, considering technically we've only got two, three different makes out there. But Yeah, yeah. And then also, New Zealand have announced that they're going to do a New Zealand TCR as of 2020. Oh, really? 
Yeah, I'm wow. surprised they just didn't jump on TCR Australia. Like, just do TCR Australasia or something. Yeah, yeah, like across the Tasman or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, unless they do it so maybe have, like, the Australian one run during, you know, the summer months or winter and then have the New Zealand series run during... The, you know, the other side half of the year, so you can sort of do both seasons. Yeah, I guess too for like New Zealand, like TCR is like a more cost effective sort of racing, is the idea that I get from it. So, oh, yeah, the cars like, are only we'll have our own series. $300,000. Oh, yeah, it's cheap as for it. But, yeah, that's um, why they're buying four of them. <laughs> yeah, but I guess it's sort of like if I have a New Zealand series, I don't have to be like, oh, we could be part of a championship without having to fly to Australia. Yeah, and I, you know, the the freight cost involved is is crazy. Yeah, and if you've only got a couple, like you know, a few races in New Zealand, and most of them in Australia, you're like, well, why would you base a team out of New Zealand? It's, it doesn't mm. make sense. Well, it'd be interesting to see. Maybe they should do like a crossover and have the top ten of each field race it out in a big battle. Oh um, yeah, like an Anzac battle type thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. That would be pretty. Cool. But I mean, at the moment we've got very few drivers on the cards i think chris Pith is the only one that i really remember that's he's signed on so yeah it's really it's, i don't know when they're doing it i saw super 5000 or the yeah that's what they're calling aren't they the s5000 oh the yeah, open yeah, wheel card open wheel mustang motor they, things they've pushed that back oh, uh, a couple of months so they really st- want to see them race yeah, I, I, just Gary Rogers released one of them in a livery, and I okay. just look at it and you're just like, "What's where's the front end? Like, it's just why is it? It's not elegant like a um, like a Formula One car. The nose is huge. The wings aren't like the indie wings. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's when I first saw it, you know, I wasn't really looking at Formula One much, and now Formula One's back on it. And you look at these and you're like, they're very basic. Oh, yeah, it's very much like, um, I think it's like more of an old school take with new tech on like an open wheel car. It looks very much like the Formula 5000 of the 70s. Oh, yeah. His big motor in a lightweight car. Have fun. Originally, they were going to be at the Sydney Motorsport Park on May 17 to 19. Um, But they've now subsequently confirmed that round one would take place at Sandown on the 20th of September. Ah, righto. So the ARG, which is the company running Australian Racing Group, have yet to announce any teams or drivers. So, yeah, that's kind of hard to have a race when you don't have any of that. (laughs) All right. Well, let's jump on to the actual supercars and um, the racing that happened on the weekend. Bryce Fullwood actually was racing the Aussie cars. He did all right. I think he came away third overall. Yeah, third overall. Um, I think he got a win under safety car. Yeah, yeah. I mean, win's a win. Who cares? I don't care exactly under right. safety car. I don't care. It says win when you're fucking on, on the on the record. <laughs> yeah, but he yeah. had a shocking race. I think it was Saturday. Oh, he got like sort of pushed down the grid a bit, but um, you know, still got a win. He was happy with the result, so good on him. Oh, come come away with third in a round for a series you don't really race with. Mm. pretty good probably not making many mates but still pretty good <laughs> <laughs> he um he also did double duties at 
um, doing the additional driver practice on Friday. He I didn't see that. Anton's car, and he drove um, Rick Kelly's car. Which is pretty cool. So he which got is... 14th best time in Rick Kelly's car, and they had an issue with Anton's car, so he only did six laps in that. Oh, right. Yeah, they had, didn't they have issues with Anton's car over the weekend? Yeah, Anton was driving it. No. <laughs> Come on now. Nah, he's, he's getting he's better than what he was when he was with that um, New Zealand team. Oh, first time around. Yeah, definitely. He's heaps better. Yeah. But yeah, no, nah, they had issues with that. I can't remember what it was, but there was something wrong with the car. They were all, had all mechanics under it. I think it was saying in the rear. Suspension. Something pretty wrong with it when he smacked in the Macca too. Yeah, yeah, that was front end. Yeah. <laughs> Car getting beaten up all over the place this weekend. Yeah. Well, um, surprise, surprise, Warren Luffs, uh, Shane Van Gisberg, and, and oh, Will Brand did a pretty good job in the um, Erebus. They were the top three cars. At that stage, I was looking at it going, oh, only two Mustangs in the top ten. Let's, you know, what's happening here. But it was all, um, I was it was all your additional driving. Coming out. Yeah, no, 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 no P word, no P word. Yeah. But it was just... <laughs> It was all yeah. the additional drivers, so you didn't really know what was going on. You look at them, the more experienced drivers were up the top. Greg Murphy, you know, was not really setting fastest laps in 17th. <laughs> he actually set his fastest lap, I think, while commentating. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. that doesn't, that's, that's not good, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. Where's the Maybe first time he dropped a car in a while? So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, in, other, in news that we didn't talk about, what's this... Did you hear about Jack LeBrock might be out of a drive after Phillip Island? How ridiculous is that? That's what I heard. And I'm like, I thought he's been doing pretty well for that team. Like, who have they got in the wings? Like, they better have a big check coming with them. Or maybe Ooh, John O'Webb should start selling some of them Ferraris. So, ah, yeah, he's always got money behind him, doesn't he? Yeah, the Lance Stroll of V8 supercars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good comparison, actually. But, his daddy yeah. hasn't bought him a team. Not yet. See what <laughs> happens when tech at the end of the year with Techno. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I think it's 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 not good. It's, it's a bad move. It's not going to yeah. work. LeBrock is. LeBrock did a fantastic job, and I just think that probably Techno haven't put the development in the car. Yeah, I don't think they have because um, it it doesn't seem to move forward, and LeBrock's a good driver, like. I think he's done the best he can with what he's got. Mm. It's a shame he doesn't have more money behind him. Yeah, I think the main thing is he doesn't have a sponsor. and that's... Yeah, he's... yeah, he's not bringing um, cash to the team as such. We'll keep you updated how that goes. I mean, he's still going to be driving next week, so good on yeah. him. I really hope that he you know, does something crazy and gets on the podium or saying he does something that the team can't get rid of him. Because he, he shouldn't be out. Like, the teams don't have any loyalty to drivers anymore. Not not, not at all. Nah, but, in, like, I guess in a way you can understand they can't afford to when the cost of racing. But still, I think it's a backward step for the team. So it's, it's, I can understand they're in a hard position. Rulo will really need to, you know, do something crazy during the season, like really perform for them to justify it. Or John O'Webb is running out of money. 
Yeah, see, I think, like, Rulo, he's a good... He can drive. He's probably not the best. He's still got a lot to learn. Uh, his performance at Newcastle last year sort of showed that. Mm. And I just don't think he's got the skill at the moment to drag that car forward. So I don't no, think they're going to go anywhere with this. If this think, is what happens, too. I think he needed another year in Super 2s. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> You know, another year. If he was really going to do it, he should have dominated Super 2s this year. Yeah, exactly. He did all right. But... Yeah, he did all right. I mean, he threw it away. He threw any chance he had away when he punted his teammate in Newcastle. Oh, even the, you could tell nobody wanted to speak to him after that. It was like, nope. <laughs> yeah. I, you oh. don't blame me either. Like, Come on, mate. That was unnecessary. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we'll, we'll find out more about that after Phillip Island. Um Jumping back into this, the weight in the Mustang, I don't think really did too much. Because you I look at, did... yeah, well, go on. They got the one two, and I don't think this is a track to tell. This is no, a this isn't track. a track, and this is a Commodore track. Like Holden have pretty much dominated here. Well, Triple Eight have like won ninety percent of the races here in the last ten years. You can say that about most races. Um... <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, no, I know what you mean. This and, one in particular. Yeah. Well, and like I said, I just don't think it's quite the track that the car makes the biggest difference. Like, obviously, small tweaks here and there are going to help a driver. But well, overall, it takes practice, a driver to really get it around that track. Practice one, Chas Moss, that was fastest and did a 50.7755. Then yeah. the slowest time was... <laughs> Jack LeBrock. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> We're just trying to talk him up and everything. You let us down, Jack. <laughs> he did a 51.8209. So he was 1.04 seconds off the pace. That's the yeah. whole field covered by a second. It's crazy, hey? Uh, didn't Wink Up send a, set a practice record? 55 or something like that? 50.5? Uh, Sorry. He did in practice two. Yeah. 50.5, yeah. But then I thought, no, no, sorry. He said it in, he did do a fastest lap in practice one, but it was taken away from him because he did it under yellows. Ah. Uh, because, um, who was it? Someone got beached the hairpin. Ah, uh, okay. But yeah, he I still think... did a 50.5 in practice two. Yeah. The drivers that can navigate that hairpin properly they're the quick guys around this track because those like it's such a slow part of the track no car adjustment's going to help you you've got to go like 50 40 k's an hour to get around that it doesn't matter what your car is you've got to go slow <laughs> did you hear what reynolds said to um uh crompto on the grid on sunday like he said he's gone around that hairpin perfect once all weekend and it was like yeah. A practice. <laughs> yeah exactly it's like, I know it's not the same, but even on a simulator, you're like, never get that right, man. It's impossible. I don't know how oh, to do it. <laughs> I think it was after Newcastle last year. No, the year before when I was at your place. And we, yeah. we did. We set up the simulator and we were, we were doing Simmons planes. And I think you saw me nail it once. And you're like, that was pretty good. I'm like, yeah, but never again. Like, yeah. <laughs> that corner, when you get it right, you're like, easy. You just lift off, turn, and away we go. But yeah. if you get it offline or you just don't get it right, it's just a pain in the ass. Like, yeah, definitely. You only need to ask a few drivers this weekend. Like, just ask Wink Up how much he likes turn four. 
I don't think anyone likes it. I don't think anyone likes going that slow in a race car, to be honest. Like, this is bullshit. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> K's and out. Yeah. I, I know it's been a little off topic, but back uh, when I was doing the go karts, we're looking at the data of, um, from the cart. And one of the hairpins, I was talking to the guys, and I was like, you know, just trying to learn the track and get some tips and stuff. And I'm like, wait, this corner here, the hairpin, is it like, do you have to go painfully slow around it? And everyone's like, yup. And I was like, looked at my data. Yeah, you got to do like 44 kilometers an hour around that hairpin. And it's just, you might as well get out and walk. It's like, <laughs> I'm just going to push it from here, fellas. It'll be quicker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's really annoying. And then you're like, back up to speed again. But anyway, um, so we had that awesome qualifying format this weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the knockout. I thought you were referring uh, to the Park Ferme thing. Oh, um, yeah. though that was interesting as well. But no, the um, the knockout rounds, do you, you still approve of that? Do you think that's good? I do like it. I think it's pretty cool. It yeah, adds pretty- some excitement to what can sometimes be very boring qualifying session. Yes, very, very boring. Um, well, not really very boring, but it's just one of those tracks that you got. Well, yeah, no, actually boring because you get everyone that goes out and then they all whinge that there's 50 million cars on there. So they do one banker, then they all go into the pits for 20 minutes or 15 minutes, go out and do one lap. This one here, you've got cars on the track all the time. And yeah, practice they... three becomes interesting. Yeah, exactly. Worth, like, I try to watch my sessions over the weekend if I get a chance, but it, it definitely makes it worth watching because it's somewhat of a qualifying session, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. And you get the likes of, you know, Todd Hazelwood, who managed to get up there through, um, through to Q2, as they call it. Um, I think that car's actually made a move up this year. Like, oh, yeah. They've moved much closer to the middle of the grid, which I'm happy about. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that they're where they should be. I yeah. am worried that they might not get the development in that car throughout the year. Yeah, I guess the, the, the real story will be, you know, after halfway through the year see where they're really standing but at the moment it's pretty cool for them surprised they're still under big mate racing on the supercar website oh really yeah like this little todd hazelwood number 35 big mate racing holden commodore zb like they 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 got they're not big mate racing anymore they're just matt stone racing they don't have a title sponsor they got a rotating they're doing a per cat but at least they're doing it right with the changing of the logos. They're keeping the livery the same, and they're just smacking the logo on the middle. Yeah, which is pretty cool. I was wondering, like, how long is this really going to work out? Which, when do you get a company with enough money to say, change the whole thing and we'll pay for it? But, They'll do uh, it. Yeah, of course you would, as if you <laughs> wouldn't. <laughs> no, we really like our silver car. You can take your money and stick it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I just realized what I said. No, no, <laughs> jokes, joke, jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so, talking about qualifying, we won't cover over everything, but Mark Winterbottom got a pole position. Yeah, How good was that? There's a thousand days in between pole positions. Like dead on a thousand? Yeah, apparently. There's exactly 1,000 days between his last pole and this one. That's kind of weirdly cool, but I'm not sure it's something you should be proud of. <laughs> <laughs> well, it means, you know, in a, within a thousand, after a thousand days, you still got it. Yeah, yeah. A thousand days, mate. Still on it. <laughs> Just, I chose to do it now. Yeah. No, that's pretty cool. I think... Um, it was good for the team. Very good for the team. Obviously, they've never really seen much success at all. No. Well, like, they've... 
They've obviously put the money in it this year, and you can sort of tell. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, oh, I can't imagine Frosty come cheap, and they got Phil Keyed, and they bought a triple eight car. Yeah. Did you see? Is there another thing on on the grid? Um, starting on the Sunday, they Crompto's come up and tried to talk to like uh, Frosty was there. Tim Edwards was next to him, and Charlie was standing next to Tim as well. And then they're like, oh, what are this talking about? You know, you guys had a little falling out last year. And Tim's like, oh, well, you know, trying to convince him to come back. <laughs> <laughs> we fucked up. <laughs> and then Tim says, uh, I can't remember exactly what happened, but he was basically like, oh, we can't afford the $1.2 million over here that, you know, that Charlie paid or saying. And everyone was just having a good laugh. <laughs> Frost is <laughs> there like, can you just shut up about the money? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you're like, um. I don't need everyone to know that. I'm already like, now they're going to start calling me a sellout too. Yeah. <laughs> I would. 100%. Hey, Ricardo Maybe. did. Yeah. Yeah. Proper. <laughs> yeah. Except Ricardo, the difference between Winterbottom and Ricardo is Winterbottom, Winterbottom got a pole this year. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to like go reading into the future or nothing, but I don't think Ricardo is going to achieve the same thing. No. Um, Scotty McLaughlin got a bloody close time to Frosty, though. Like, 4-100, That's just crazy how tight this field is, hey? Like, yeah. And then across the two different make of car, too. Like, well, I yeah. guess. During the, the race. What's that word everyone keeps throwing around? Put, put, put. <laughs> I don't know, man. Apparently, we're not allowed to talk about the P word. yeah. <laughs> According to Monster, I thought that was kind of funny. Even um, Shane on Sunday was like, you know, we're not allowed to talk about that P word, but, you know, it's pretty good to be back here. He says he doesn't think they're quite there yet, but, you know, it's it's just Tasmania, it's a crazy track. But yeah. anyway, jumping on Saturday's race, Scott McLaughlin had a rocket of a start. Yeah, that was a really good start. That was I had to rewatch the race. I didn't get to watch it live due to work, but... Um... <laughs> It was really like, great to watch. Go-kart track, getting rained out. Oh, better than working, trust me. <sighs> Standing in the rain. Go on. Hmm. Sucks. But anyway, not going to whinge. It was... I don't want to whinge publicly about my job. I'll get in trouble. <laughs> 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 that doesn't end well for people in my work that do that. <laughs> I don't even know where you work. You work at a bakery, mate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fuck these pies. <laughs> um... Anyway, so Scotty McLaughlin pretty much got that race win off the line. Watching these these um, Saturday races, the small 120-kilometer-hour sprint race, they're really quick. Yeah, yeah, like heaps quick. Like, like, and was, it's done. I watched <laughs> this Sunday morning, and it was like 50 laps. Oh, my God. And they're like, oh, that's right. We're only doing like 40-second laps. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the well, whole race time was 43 minutes and 55 seconds. Yeah, like I said, I was closing up the bakery, headed home, and just as the race started, and by the time I got home, 10 laps to go. So yeah. that's like five minutes of racing in Tasmania. <laughs> well, um, it was, you know, to Scotty and Fabs, they did a pretty good job. They Scotty pretty much just got in commanding lead straight up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fabian had a pretty good car underneath him on the sad day. He looked, he looked very confident in the car. He looked pretty good all weekend, to be honest. Mm. 
Um, Shane Van Gisbergen did his usual run really long and keep fresh tires at the end. And it's like Shane's one of the only people in the field that I think has the confidence underneath him that he can do it. I think like that comes down to his all the motorsport experience, including drifting and everything he's done. He just knows how to to look after the tires, and then if the car does slide, he knows how to control that and not let it get out of hand. He knows, he just knows how to drive it fast, even when the tires aren't there for it. Yeah, like, as fast as it can. Obviously, there's still going to be people quicker than him because you do see him get caught when he's on old tires. But straight away, then he's in. He's on his fresh tires, and not nah, it's done. <laughs> Yeah, well, like, I pretty much looked at him going, well, he's going to run long, especially when everyone else is peeling off, and he just did not look like it. And yeah. looking at his lap times, you're like, he's not falling off that much. Um, it was interesting because today, or today, the Saturday's race was only a pit stop for tyres. And there was a lot of, they weren't fantastic pit stops. Yeah, there was lots of mistakes. They, like Scafe and Crompto are saying it should be six second pit stops. I don't think I saw a six second pit stop. They were like seven, seven and a half seconds. <laughs> you know, that's still pretty quick, but. It was a bit dusty, not. a bit cold, a bit hungover, maybe. <laughs> well, there was someone on in the Shell V Power one that was on the right rear, and he sort of had, had to have two goes at putting that wheel on. And it, apparently it was his first pit stop ever in a race. Oh. Um, but all the crew came up and were like, like, because it didn't cost everyone was having troubles with the right rear, apparently. So it was still like a 7.3 second pit stop. But they were all coming up, giving him support, going, you know, that's all right, mate, you know, well done. But it's just, I think it was just crazy that we don't have, when you're doing the tired ones, it's probably a lot more pressure on the crew to get it right. Because normally our pit stops in this sport are all covered by fuel. Yeah, yeah, you don't, you don't have to like, nail the tire on in like you know 0.3 of a second because the dude's filling the fuel you're going to be waiting for him when you're done anyway mm. yeah that's a good point it's but, sort of like you don't have to be as sharp on the tires as say a formula one guy because you've got a buffer yeah yeah and there is always a long buffer you think about most of the time you're sitting in there for well you got to take what 120 liters of fuel or something yeah their arms will get sore and holding them up in the air when they're done yeah <laughs> Um, Frosty had a shocking pit stop. I think that's what really hurt him. I think he was in the pit stops two seconds longer than everyone else. And you look yeah. at him, he finished, you know, that would have been third. Two seconds further up the road, isn't it? <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, Shane Van Gisbergen well. said he felt like a burglar on the podium. But you also noticed he didn't care. <laughs> 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 I felt real bad about that for like half a second. Yeah. <laughs> I did until I looked at my trophy. <laughs> yeah, I did. Then I remembered, oh, I get a free drink after this. <laughs> um, Jamie Wincup had a shocker that race. That when I, because I didn't see it, and I said to Jenny, what happened? He's like, oh, you know, Wincup taken out first lap. And I thought he was a DNF. But I was happy to see that he took home 30 points to keep his championship thing. Keep it alive. 30 points, 30 points is better than no points. Yeah, damn right it is. 30 points more than you would have got. <laughs> exactly. So it'll be interesting to see. We'll jump on to the Saturday, Sunday race, which was, as like I said to you earlier, I think it was yesterday or something, going, we should just do 200-kilometer races and then a 300-kilometer race, turn every race into a 500 weekend. Yeah, yeah, and I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. It, it's that, never going to happen. It's a bit too much racing you know, for the teams. But 
Yeah. Those sprint races are pretty cool to watch, though. Like, the shorter races, like, because everyone's sort of just flat out, really. It's just like... Yeah. But I do prefer more racing in a longer race. It's much more interesting. Well, on the Sunday race, we Shane Van Gisbergen got a pole position. So that was... Holden had a pole for both races, first time this season. Um, Fabian was very close behind with second. And Davey Reynolds, which... He had a pretty good improvement because he's been a bit nowhere lately. Yeah, I, I wanted to see more from Davey this year, and he's just sort of been nowhere. Like, It's a bit hard when you've had the Mustangs dominating. Yeah, and then like when you're already not in, you know, the not that they're a particularly small or unsuccessful team anymore. They're actually really successful, not massive. But like when you're in that sort of privateer sort of world, it's... And then you've got to compete with such a fast car that's coming out of factory teams. You're like, damn. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, Scott McLaughlin yeah. absolutely sprayed it in qualifying, apparently, in his words. Qualified a dismal fifth. Oh, no. Disaster, mate. Disaster. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess it wasn't the best for him. Yeah. Um, and Jamie Wincup, absolutely horrible start of 13th. Yeah, like, Wincup sort of just... This After weekend, we didn't really have it, did he? No. No, he came out absolutely on fire on Friday, and then the car just went to shit. Maybe being the only owner on site put the pressure on him. <laughs> yeah, he is, isn't he? Yeah, because um, Roland wasn't around. Roland wasn't there. Jess, Jessica Dane would have been there. She owns a bit of the team. Potentially, yeah. <laughs> and do you reckon... Um, Dunbar was it? There's no need for him to be there. Nah, not really. He's too busy CEOing Bursons and shit. <laughs> I'm a CEO. <laughs> <laughs> busy man. Well, what's your main talking points for the Sunday race? Mm, that battle um, between Scotty and Shane, it was like a lap and a bit. That was pretty cool. That was crazy. Um, that was just really good door-to-door racing. I, no one got punted, which I was expecting. When the like, way they were crisscrossing and stuff, I really thought someone was going in a wall or going off into a paddock. Like I love racing, but I don't get too animated if I haven't had many drinks. But even that one had me sitting up like, get him, go on! <laughs> <laughs> Talking sort of... about paddocks, did you notice all the sheep? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, dude, that was a lot of sheep. Like, like, you mean the fans? Not just drinking. Um, well, I think there was more sheep there than people. Yeah, yeah, there were a lot of sheep, and like, I didn't notice it until you pointed it out in our little group chat. I was like, wow, that's a lot of sheep. Like, yeah, and then during the race, there was more of them during the race. Yeah, they're just like, no, we chill and watching racing, man. It happens every year. It's supercar weekend. Yeah, <laughs> sheep come down from the hills. Yeah, it's like Darwin. Everybody's coming. <laughs> um, it was a very odd weather weekend, especially on the Sunday. It was like, will it, won't it rain? Is it, It's lightly raining. It's not wet enough for slicks. It's not wet enough to really catch anyone out. I was just like, yeah. come on, open the heavens up. It was like a weird haze, and there was lots of cloud around, but nothing happened. Like mm. the whole race, like, oh, it's going to rain. It's going to rain. When's it coming? It never came. Well, Shane actually sent Dutto down to turn six or the, yeah, turn, turn six, hairpin. 
and got him to stay there and keep an eye on for that because he didn't <laughs> want to be caught out like he did in 2016 or 17 where he threw the race away because he hit the wet patch and went into the wall. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Wow. So, Dado, I've got a job for you. <laughs> yeah, go stand out in the freezing cold rain and tell me if it's wet. <laughs> yeah, 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 let me know how it goes. Yeah. It did not look like a pleasant place to be, though, like 90 no, degrees no. or something. I look at that ground, John. I think Simmons Plains is a good round to watch from Darwin. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I can't see me being there. <laughs> I'll always see like, you look at like who actually buys those big winter fan jackets and stuff, and you're like, mm, everyone in Tasmania, obviously. Yeah, I'm guessing they're sold out when you get there. Not too many single. Actually, I saw one bloke standing behind Scafey, Lounsey, and Jessica in the pits. Wearing a singlet and shorts, and I was like, "Oh, you're a brave man." He's like the <laughs> hardest dude in Tasmania. <laughs> Fuck off, mate! It's barely even cold. It's a bit <laughs> breezy. You'd be right. Win Cup actually did a pretty good job on the Sunday. Up eight positions, finished fifth. Scott McLaughlin, first time he hasn't ended. First time he didn't win a race if he was contending it this year, this season. Yeah, and I guess like well. He said it himself. It's got to end at some point. You can't expect to win them all. Like, even if, you know, the whole, the, if these changes did make a difference, which I don't think they really have yet. And no. Philip Island will tell that story. But, um, yeah, it, it had to end at some point. But I guess it's still going to suck. You're like, man, I was doing really good. <laughs> yeah. I was on for a Vettel and I didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not like a game. Like, no, nah, I'm restarting that race. <laughs> yeah. I only well, need to do over. <laughs> They're doing another aero. They're going to be analyzing the aero data from Phillip Island because there was all this talk that they were going to do aero testing in a wind tunnel. Like the supercars was going to get the cars and go, yeah, let's go to a wind tunnel and do this. But apparently that's got shelved. They weren't doing that. Yeah, because from what I read, I was under the impression that something was happening after Tasmania. But um, apparently not. There wasn't the time. It's like a week turnaround. Yeah, there really isn't the time. I mean, it's like, nah, man, we need our cars because, you know, we need to prepare them to race again at a completely different track. <laughs> well, they're allowing the Queensland teams to actually set up a day earlier or they can get to their cars a day earlier than the other teams. Okay. Because they're leaving Phillip Island and then they're getting there. They're allowed to get them on tomorrow or Tuesday where the Melbourne-based teams and stuff can get them on when there must be Thursday. Yeah, it'd be Thursday. Yeah, right. Because there's a, there's a Super 3 test on on the Thursday at Phillip Island. Oh, okay. That would be pretty cool. So, would, do you think there's going to be any big aero changes to the cars? I don't know. If they're built, like, I guess it depends on what kind of testing they're doing. I don't think they're really What are they going to do? Like, are they going to like force them to change panels or something? Like, yeah, like, or can you bring that front end up? We've realized how slippery it is and you made it ugly on purpose. Yeah, like, yeah. No, we didn't. Oh, the... No, we didn't. <laughs> like, I yeah. like this look. <laughs> yeah. I, I, what, the only thing they can do is like, I like it, my car. Like, maybe like change those big ass side panels on the wing. Yeah, yeah, I guess they could change that. Which I guess would kind of I don't know I don't know Jack about aerodynamics but it looks JD much was saying that would probably help it like oh yeah it's... I was sort of thinking that would help channel air through the wing like around the corner because it sticks out further than the sides of the car 
Yeah, yeah. But I think the arse end of them is narrower than what, like, the Commodore and Nissan is. Well, no, Nissan's got a pretty tight... Well, the end. top of the boot is, because if you look at the Mustang side on, the rear wheels bulge out as it comes down, mm. which is, again, more of the weirdness of that is the supercar Mustang. <laughs> it's, it is really, like... I see what you mean by Mustang, but like... Yeah, yeah, Mustang Mustang. by name because you got that little badge on the front of it. (laughs) It's a Mustang's weird cousin. Like, what happened? (laughs) He was dropped on the face as a kid. Don't worry about him. (laughs) We picked him up by the head and stretched him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You see them Aussie cars? Yeah, his mum cheated with one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, we can't even bash on it. Like, it's, it's... it's a really good know, race man. car. It is a really good race car. And that exhaust idea, that's some stuff straight out of like Days of Thunder or something. Oh, man, that was a really good idea. Uh, it was. And, you know, full credit to them. And I really hope that maybe supercars sit down and think for Gen 3 and go, all right, let's get this aero done properly. Let's. They need to set some more rules. Because back in the day, it was just, it literally was a Commodore and a Falcon and put a big wing on the back, mate. <laughs> put it on a, yeah, chuck a wing on it, put some sleeks on it, world in a roll cage, let's go racing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The whole thing it. about it, it was a brick. Like, it was like an overpowered brick with no grip. Yeah. Yeah, you just described an XD Falcon, man, with a big <laughs> motor in it. <laughs> I love XD. They're so cool. <laughs> well, um, when Stevie J's meant to come into Touring Car Masters? Is it, it this year? It was supposed to be this year. It was supposed to be this year. Um, we watched Marcus Sakanovic's one in Adelaide, but they seemed to have some teething dramas with that. Mm. When it was working, it seemed to have some pace behind it, but there was always something going on. I think it's just a new car, though. But once Stevie J gets in one, I'm sure it'll be just like his Mustang, like, you know. <laughs> Quicker than everyone else by a significant margin. Yeah, yeah. Him and the... Ryle well, Harris is going all right in the um, in the touring car masters. Might become the Stevie J and Ryle show. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not the Stevie J and Uncle John. Yeah, no. Um, well, at least it wasn't in Adelaide. No, it's just I don't know. Like John Bow in that category, like move on, man. Not move on, but. <laughs> You old man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jim Richards like, got the point. Maybe yeah, you should do. <laughs> I like Jim Richards though. I love that XP Falcon. It's so nice. Yeah, it's pretty good. But I, I always lose <laughs> lose track of his car now. Yeah, yeah, because it's like which Toronto are you in? Yeah. Yeah. Like before he always stood out. Yeah, but now there's like I think there's like three or four of those Toronas in the field and they've all got very sim- similar liveries as well. So they're Red hard and to- white. Exactly, yeah. It okay. turns out, lots of old race cars, red and white. Yeah, well, red cars go faster. Exactly. Like, it is the fastest colour in the spectrum, just saying. It is. But the Mustangs are red. <laughs> <laughs> Something I just couldn't, I just want to talk about. Bloody, when they were interviewing, um, what's his name? Dr. Ryan's story, in, I think it was in Adelaide. And they were saying, oh, you know, how you going, you know, beat, you know, trying to beat these guys next door. And he's like, well, we're an oil company and they're just a fizzy soft drink company. And I was like, no, you're not. You're, you're, you're next getting to the money. Yatla drive-in, mate. I know where you are. You're not an oil company. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, that, that's just the company giving you money. Like, 
Yeah. You, you just... It's, it's like not when... like they're, they're pouring Red Bull in the tank like this will fuck them. <laughs> yeah, fuck themselves. <laughs> but it's a bit like, you know, when they... The same happens in um, Formula One when everyone was making fun of Red Bull and just be like, oh, they're just a fizzy drink company. Rah, rah, rah. It's like, it's not... They're just a sponsor. Yeah. They... Like, granted, in F1, they bought a race team and they're like, no, we actually are Red Bull, but... Still they just bought primary. a race team. They bought the right people like Christian Horner and Adrian Newey and that. It's like Adrian Newey didn't design nothing with Red Bull. He designed their cars, but not yeah. the drinks. See, <laughs> maybe Triple H should, you know, reach out to Red Bull Racing Formula One and go, can we borrow Adrian Newey just to redesign the um, ZB? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, well, you see, it's still got the headlights from a ZB. Everything else is different. Everything else. <laughs> Just like the Mustang. <laughs> yeah. Under, they're barely the same headlines, I reckon. Yeah. I uh, think it's... Spe- yep. I was just going to say, speaking of Mustangs, I'm glad they fixed Mustard's livery. They needed to get rid of that Bendix branding, the way they had it on the front, and they got rid of it, and it yeah, looked a lot better. It does. It really... It's not dramatically different. I was hoping for something a bit more... The front end is where I had the biggest problem with it, and that's what they, they just. They hit it by making it black. Yeah, exactly. Can't, can't see the drop off to the ground with it. But yeah, it is. They've got they've they've blacked it out and it made it a lot nicer. It did, yes. But yeah, still Mustang looked funny. I'm just surprised that you know they took such a because a big thing was like this was voted the worst livery on the field. We have to do something about it. I'm like, when do they care that much? Yeah, exactly. It's like. Because it wasn't like the Mustang liver, uh, the, the super cheap livery has been one of the best liveries around. Yeah, it's never really like stunned me or anything. It's just they made it particularly ugly when they brought the Mustang one out. And, uh, at least they fixed it up a bit. It's like when everyone's like, oh, you know, the Shell V Power livery is so great. My, like, it's just like last year's. Yeah, that's what I get. And like to be honest, the Red Bull one's much the same. Like, yeah, they've just the Red Bull one. They've just put a bit more white in it. Yeah, I can see the differences, but like, come on, mate, that's the same. Yeah, it's like it's like, it's like it's like every year with Formula One where they're like, oh, Red Bull and their release livery, and they're like, maybe they're gonna keep it like this. I'm like, have you not seen their past fourteen cars? Like, it's yeah, not. Exactly. It's gonna look the same. Like that, I, I'm glad they got rid of that, like their test livery or whatever it was this year. That was disgusting. It's like they you didn't like the twelve year old loose. No, it was all red and black, and it just looked like a twelve year old like. Red is my favorite color. <laughs> I didn't mind it. I knew they weren't going to race it. Yeah, I knew they weren't going to race it too. I was just like, just I don't want to see that again. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we've sort of rumbled off topic a little bit, but let's we'll sort of finish up now. We've got to do predictions. So we're going to bring you in as a, another wild card. So you're going to get on our board. Oh, um, okay. Well, you, you might not get on the board if you don't get a point, but, yeah, you I'm know. I'm not going to bother. <laughs> I, I actually got a message from JD Sunday night at, like, probably 9, 30, 10 o'clock going, oh, here's my tips. Because oh, right. he, just doesn't, he doesn't want to miss out. Last year, it come down to one point. So yeah. he doesn't want to go, you know, if I win and it only win by one point, he's like, well, it's because I went fishing that week and I didn't get my tips in. Yeah, and, and Mitch can't pick for shit. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch didn't say Scott McLaughlin. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
All right. So I'll bring up JD's tips. We'll start with Formula One. Yeah. Um, Formula One, JD says he's going to go Vettel in China. In China. Oh, see, I would pick Vettel in China. He does all right there. Yeah. I mean, you can pick it too because. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna have go. To. I'm gonna go Charles Leclerc because <laughs> that was my other choice. Because I don't like the other choices that will probably win. And even if What's I think us? they will, eh, I don't know if he'll win though. I think Hamilton will probably. You want um, No, no, I'm going for Tell. I want for Tell. JD's gonna go for Tell. I'm, I'm a shitty going... tipper. I tip with my heart, not my head. <laughs> I'm gonna go Charles because. Heartbreak. Charles is racing with the same power unit this weekend as he did um, last weekend or the other weekend. Oh, right, eh? It was in the electrical fault or something that caused it. You want to hope they fixed it? <laughs> yeah, I really do. Um, supercars, Phillip Island. JD oh, wow. said Scotty. Um, yeah. that's, that's like that's the obvious choice because, like we've been saying, we don't think the Mustangs lost its advantage, and this is a track where it'll really show it because it's similar to Albert Park. You know what? I'm going to chuck Mostert in there because I feel Mostert like Mostert won the other year. That was pretty good, and then he got in trouble for doing a big skid. Yeah, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Chaz. I want to see him win, and I think he's got it in him. He's just he's been making mistakes this year, though. Definitely been making mistakes. I'm going to go Fabs. Yeah. Oh, do you want to talk about Moss's mistakes? No, no, no. Just um, when he was that thing with Shane on qualifying, where he seems to think that Shane was blocking him, but Shane's like, nah, it was all good. I was just saying, to me, that was another Mostert mistake. Like, it was I think awkward, Shane... and I don't think he was ever going to go. He had to do, like, he weaved. Scott McLaughlin was on one side, so he was already weaving. De- You're not going to go fastest when you're weaving. Yeah, that, and I think, like, Shane, I, I'd say Shane did get enough out of his way, but him just, his presence there just threw um, Mostert off enough where he completely missed his brake marker, and he, he he didn't have that. He was going to make a mistake anyway. But, oh, yeah. Yeah, I just, then the little heated argument, well, not really heated. They seemed to be fairly amicable at the end. They didn't agree, but nobody got hurt. So, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I just, we didn't talk about that, that's all. No, interesting little. I forgot about that. It was all, yeah, go Shane. We didn't even really touch on Sunday's qualifying, but and well, I don't know. Mostert made it seem like he's not the only one that seems to think he does it, but he also didn't say who else. So you, I've never heard anyone else say anything about it. But no, and it's not like Shane did a you know Schumacher and parked the car on yeah, and you know, Shane's the track just aggressive. And... He knows like. Even if it was like, you know, I, like I said, I reckon he got out of the way properly, but it, if it was a bit of a mind game, Shane knows how to do that, and he knows how to do it well. Mm. I just and, think the way that, you know, Mostert had to weave through the two cars, he was never going to get it. Yeah, it's just like, well, you've made the road longer now, so there's that. Yeah, and either way, I think Shane was, it's like, he should have been breaking. Yeah, I think, I think Mostert being upset is more frustration coming through then he was um, lucky it was after the flag dropped and he didn't get bring out the red flag yeah definitely because yeah because that thing was beach day yeah beach says poo oh boo. <laughs> so 
broken shifter. We forgot about that as well. Yeah, how odd was that? When <laughs> the he's shifter's like, in my hand. Out, what do you want me to out. do? <laughs> and he comes into the pits and he's like, I'm already in it, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm already in the lane, dude. I was like, oh, that's gold. Like, what do you want me to do? Just stay out. I'm like, all right. Lucky but, he was in fourth. So for you guys that don't know, we're talking about Anton um, in the Erebus car. He was running, like, career best result. I think he was on, like, towards in the top. I think he was seventh or sixth or something he was currently running in. Then he his still- shifter broke. But it was one bolt that snapped off. Yeah, so the whole assembly just came sort of loose and he couldn't change gears anymore. But unfortunately, it was they had 10, 11 laps to go. Yeah, it really wasn't too far to go, but um, so that's one like gear at that track, you're a bit out Yeah. So I, I just found the exchange between him and his engineer quite amusing. <laughs> yeah. He's like, stay out, stay out. I'm already in the lane, dude. What do you want me to do? There's a shifter in my hand. <laughs> yeah. He's like, just try. He's like, just, you could see him just wobbling around. He kept smacking him in the leg. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. It was just, just one bolt snapped and that was it. Yeah. It's crazy. Eh? It's like, oh. I'm uh, sure they'll be using a bigger bolt now. <laughs> he was lucky he was stuck in four. Yeah, man. Yeah, you can hear it too. Come to the end of the straight. I'm waiting for someone to tell him to get off the limiter. And then he's just Gafey kind of was. It's Gafey was yeah. like, you need to get off the limiter. <laughs> like, just... I think I think he mad, brother. I don't think he cares anymore. <laughs> yeah, so I'll show you this engine. This is what happens when you're stuck in fifth, fourth. Yeah. Anyway, right. that was another bit of a diversion from what we were doing. That's all right. So we've done our tips. You're going to go Monster. JD's going to go Scotty. I'm going to go Fabs because... I'm not going he's Scotty. Got he's got it in it. He has to. I really want to see Fabs fight Scotty. That would be really cool. I want to see like a Rosberg Hamilton fight. The, but like they seem like way too nice of dudes to have I that know. sort of animosity between each other. Like no, even after he's like, oh, you Fabs beat me, bro. <laughs> yeah, he does. If Fabs doesn't have a good year this year, like he started off well, but if he keeps this up, I think he'll have a job there next year. But if he doesn't, um, yeah, somebody else is going to be knocking on that seat. Like, yeah, he really needs to be winning races because if Scotty can win the races, so can Fabs are in the same car. Yeah, exactly right. You've, you've got the same car. So if he can do it, why can't you? And like, if we're going to watch the shell cars fight it out, like all year round, we might as well watch an inter-team battle that gets heated. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't cool. want him to do a Bottas and just let McLaughlin go. Yeah, that'll be boring. That'll be a bit like, yeah, come on, man. He's already got a championship. You don't know him nothing. You've been here longer than him. Yeah, exactly. Just punt him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, 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 just do it. Just, just see what happens. I'm, I'm sure nobody's going to be upset about it. Yeah, Rogers be fine. Like, as long as one of you guys stays on track and takes home that big trophy, he'll be happy. What's a supercar worth? Like, you know, $500,000? That's like 12 bucks to Penske. He'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but yeah, so I really would like to see the fight, but I want to see Fabs have that fight in him. That's what that's what I want to see. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I just think there's um sort of I don't know Penske being the the massive operation there is. I think it'll come to a point where like this is the guy we want to win. Get in line, or you know, I just yeah. feel like that could be a conversation that would happen at that sort of team. I think it's something to do with red cars and having a number one driver. Yeah. 
yeah. Red Shell sponsored cars, particularly. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, Red Bull didn't, like, you can't say Red Bull, like, once there was a clear, like, once Shane was out of the championship contention last year, yes, he played the game, but before that, they were letting each other fight it out. Yeah, and I think Red Bull's, like, in such a great position that they're both so successful and they're both so capable of fighting for a championship. From a team point of view, it's like, if they're both up there, let them fight because one of our guys is going to win. Yeah. But, yeah, if it comes down to it, like, you can't do this anymore, help your mate out. And we can, we've seen that, you know, Shane did that. Shane yeah, yeah. gave up, like, what, a 10-second lead or something? Yeah, yeah, it was fuel, like, save oh. fuel, save fuel. Yeah, yeah, oh, no. real uh, Oh, the pedal won't go any further down than five percent. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> oh wait, it's all fixed again. <laughs> oh, I accidentally turned on pit lane limiter. Ah, <laughs> uh, good times, good times. Yeah. Well, I think we'll wrap it up there. Good. Thank you very much for filling in, and you'll be back next week. Do a double yeah. wildcard stint. Double wild card. It's going to be hard for a rookie like me, but uh, I think I've got it, man. I think you'll be right. You've you've done a few few now. Yeah, I got a, I got a few rounds under my belt. But have you done a double time. header before? Ooh, I don't think I have, mate. Gonna need to rest up. So just giving you the tip that they're both on the same time because it's China, so it's WA time. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I just have to watch one afterwards. Yep, open up two tabs. That's true. I do have two computers right here in front of me right now. <laughs> but yeah, it's really hard. Like to re, I find it's hard to rewatch a race. Like it was really hard for me to rewatch Saturday's race, knowing Win Cup like shanked it. Yeah, I guess it is like kind of hard when you know the results. I find it harder to watch a Formula One race, rewatch a Formula One race, than I do a Supercars race. Yeah, so if that's the case, I would definitely say watch China live. And rewatch, yeah, rewatch. Yeah, re-watch Super. yeah we'll, I'll sort something oh, out. We'll be... Talking about the five hundred, Phillip Island is a five hundred. Excellent. So, two fifty each day, or a two and a three? Uh, I think it's two fifty each day. That's right. Two two nice even races give you a good idea of what you're getting into on Sunday. Yes. So anyway, we'll see you next week. Thank you very much for filling in. Um, I'll have to, I know we got JD's tips, but we'll have to get him off him for the next week because he won't be on because he doesn't get back till Sunday night, which is very odd. He's going to be a very tired boy. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah, good luck to him. Hope he catches lots of fish. We'll keep you guys updated if he does. Um, probably not, though. Not because he's not you updated. fishing at all. <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah, I know. Hopefully his team goes well, I believe. Well, he left two days early to go for a pre-fish. Ah, so he get his fix. <laughs> well, also, his excuse was, I have to go down early and find out where the fish are. So then when the girls come on board, he can go, fish here, fish here, fish here. <laughs> so he can say, I've caught all the fish here. We've got to go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you're doing your pre-fish, it's definitely catch and release. You're not pulling the, you're not pulling the fish out and going, there's one less fish in the water. <laughs> But have a feed. <laughs> uh, anyway, thank you very much again. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. If you have anything you want to write in, let us know. Hit us up at breakinglate at gmail.com or you can go to Facebook, facebook.com forward slash breakinglate.
and we'll get back to you. So, yeah, thank you very much, and we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye.